0: Hi, Ron here, and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at The Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Well, good morning and welcome again. Uh, We are still in Romans chapter one, where Paul is still painting uh, his picture and perception of the uh, Roman and pagan Gentile world in which he lives. And he's really um, wanting to leave everyone in no doubt that we're not starting from a great place in our pursuit of God. And uh, he's particularly offering his critique of uh, of the mainstream culture in which he lives. On Friday, we saw him. Um, grasping at the worst possible uh, example that he could find of of broken humanity and sinful humanity. And now he just rolls out this list of, um, of evils. And what we're going to do is just take a day or two just to work our way through them because it's quite um, enlightening just to see the sorts of things that Paul highlights in Roman culture to say this is not on because, frankly, a lot of it is still Um, commercially viable in our world. People are making money out of the list of stuff here that Paul um, puts up. So he says, just as they've given themselves over to a kind of knowledge that rejects the idea of God, so God has given them over to the kind of mind that everyone rejects. The result is that they do things which it's not fitting for anyone to do. They are replete with all evil, villainy the lust to acquire viciousness they're full of envy murder strife deceit the spirit which puts the worst construction on everything they're whisperers slanderers haters of god they are insolent men arrogant braggarts inventors of evil things disobedient to their parents senseless breakers of agreements without natural affection pitiless they're the kind of men who who are well aware that those who do such things deserve death and yet they not only do them but heartily approve of others who do them well judge george bernard shaw summed it up nicely at one point he said no nation has ever survived the loss of its gods and Paul here is painting a picture and he's drawing on words that are commonly used by the philosophers and teachers of Rome uh, as, as moral imperatives. So he's using Roman imperatives against the Romans, in a sense. He's saying, look, by your own measure, you're not making it. So he gives us this picture. What happens when people abandon God in the way that he's been describing In a purposefully cover up truth with their own righteousness bury the truth under a weight of sin fight that voice of conscience that rises in them what happens this sort of stuff and ultimately um what he's he's really doing is saying when this sort of stuff rises you know uh, righteousness exalts a nation but sin is a reproach to any people in due time because of this sort of decay rome died degeneracy is followed By disaster so let's look at the uh, the catalogue what he's really saying is when we banish God from the equation we don't just lose God we lose ourselves we lose our identity we lose our goodness we lose our purpose we lose yeah the reasons that we're here and he makes this terrible list evil this is uh, the precise opposite of Dekaiosune, the justice, the righteousness of God he's been writing about. Uh, the philosophers describe justice as giving to God and men their due. The evil man is the one who robs God and robs men. He's erected an altar to himself. He's a, you know, somebody said a self-made man who worships the creator. Villainy this is a very powerful word. It doesn't just mean being bad. It's a kind of badness that's not just thoughtlessly cruel. It actually desires to hurt. This is a sadistic thing. Uh, when when the um, the Greeks wanted to describe a woman uh, as pon- poneria, the, this this type of villainous behavior, it meant she was deliberately seducing innocent people and, and homebreaking and so on and on. So it's it's a, it's a sort of evil that deliberately attacks innocence uh, and wants to destroy the goodness of people. Uh, he's not only bad, this guy is wanting to make everybody else bad. It's a destructive badness. The lust to acquire. Um, it's, this is a, a sort of a, an attitude of heart that will pursue its own interests with complete disregard for the rights of others, even for common humanity. It, it's rapacious. Um, there's a desire that knows no law. This is it. It just is unconstrained. You won't stop this viciousness. It's a, a fairly common word, and it just means somebody who just always t- just tends so naturally and easily towards the worse. You know, it, it just it's sort of the the keynote. Attitude that opens the way to all sin, envy. A sort of attitude of heart that looks at someone who is fine or has some fine stuff or or whatever, and and instead of admiring it, resents it. I heard a guy um, describing uh, driving his very nice car through Sydney and through um, and through LA. He said in Sydney, you pull up at the lights with a nice car, and someone pulls up beside you though. I'll give you the finger and call you uh, rude names. Um, in L.A., people pull up and say, nice wheels, man. And that's the difference. That's, that's what this envy is. It just resents. And um, in Australia, actually, we do have to be very careful of that one. Murder, well, pretty easy to understand. Just don't forget that Jesus redefined murder away from just the act to the intention of the heart. You know, We see the act, God sees the intention. Never forget that strife, Um, just a heart of jealousy, a heart that will contend because it just wants to to go further itself at at the cost of other people. Um, We'll stop there and we'll come back to this tomorrow um, and just keep working through this list because, as I say, it's sort of interesting. and, And as it goes on, it paints this picture of deliberate, deliberate sin. Uh, and we haven't really got to the sharp ones yet for us, but can you see that these are the attitudes that, that drive consumer culture in some ways? These are attitudes that economists bank on, that we're all going to live like this. This is how politicians become so jaded and cynical because they know that we're like this, and if they can feed that, they will get somewhere. This is where cult leaders, uh, criminals, get to they know that if they they twist these things people will follow them let's pray god our father there's nothing new under the sun nothing in righteousness nothing in sin and lord it's um it's sort of remarkable to see that the the greek philosophers actually had such a handle on these things that paul incorporates into the christian ethic in here and lord we look around and, and paul is really saying this is a general malaise this is the nature of things this is the world in which we live and lord we want to come to you and say we still see those things in our hearts rather we still see all of that list operating in our souls at some level and it is a constant constant decision to live in self-control, to live in quietness of spirit, to live in generosity of mind, to live rejoicing in everything that is good, to live believing the best. So, Father, we simply ask for grace today to encourage one another to this sort of mindset. And Lord, where we are still extolling ourselves as the centre of the cosmos and our own little God, Father, just give us grace to continue forward on a journey of repentance. And Father, yeah, arm us, God, to stand against these profound enemies of our souls. And, uh, and Father, give us grace to be able to critique our culture in the way that Paul could critique his, without getting despairing, but just painting the picture of this is why we need Jesus. So, Lord, we bring you today It's many activities and opportunities. Lord, we ask that whatever the opposite of all that stuff is, is where we'd walk. That we would those who be those who bring light into darkness, hope into despair and cleansing into toxicity. These things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We will continue on with this rather tawdry list tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to thebarackcentre.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.